What's up, everybody? This is Anime Squad Podcast, episode 124. I'm your host, Omar. And this is David. With all, be- all that being said, we have a lot to cover, and let's just jump right into it. Starting off with... I'm Quick Heroing, episode 11. And, um, you know... Uh, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed uh, this episode a lot. Um, I thought I would be tired getting Leo's backstories because we got it so many times. But uh, <laughs> if anything, this was the the closure of why Leo was doing everything for, throughout this whole season. Pretty like much his his big motivation of pursuing Echidna and the and the four generals to be the good guys or something like that. That mm-hmm. they were. And uh, he pretty much suffered mm-hmm. uh, His whole um, Throughout like Now that we've seen his whole, His existence of being an immortal Basically And having one sole purpose of Protecting humanity I guess uh, we finally see the Internal struggle he had Because before you know He was with the squad He was like whatever's about Like he was just acting normal For normal right Sakes yeah, I mean, he was just uh, doing his job, basically, just protecting Manny, what he was created to do. And then once once all all said it was done, um, humanity was saved, and um, you know we had like years of peace. And to him, it was great, but that means that filled the void inside him of not doing anything. Because what does he do now with his spare time? He gets a a drill. A fucking an adrenaline of being the hero, you know. So if they don't need him, then they don't know him. So, so he's just waiting for the mo- perfect moment to just come in and save the day, which is kind of like a real uh, problem, especially like I guess veterans that come back from the war when they return to civilization. Mm-hmm. Um, they just they don't know what to do with themselves after coming back. You know, they experience. You know warfare and all that and then some of them try to you know find hobbies or you know you know others take it way too far and just go on recreate missions or something like that i don't know it's weird i saw this documentary it was, it was pretty interesting um but yeah i feel like that's what leo's going through as well like he's trying to fill his void when but when do when humanity does get in danger he gets excited he's like yes Maybe go save these people that that I don't care. <laughs> but is it for the right reasons though? That's the thing. He's he's losing being even the hero himself. You know. Yeah, but because that's all he knows. You know, all he knows is to be the hero, and at this point, he doesn't even doesn't even think about it being right or wrong. It's just this is what I do. So that's what Leo is suffering. And there was a point in time, because, you know, these are years, thousands of years of him doing this stuff to a point where it got really peaceful. You know, humanity was legit saved and, you know, there was not that big of a war or anything. So he went the insane route and it was like, you know what? I'm going to just create uh, an army of, you know, I thought it was 
him or like his uh, prior subordinates that were created with him. Pretty much. And, you know, instead of them being the good guys, well, I'm going to make them evil and I can fight them. But at what cost exactly? So that sucked. And uh, I'm glad he came to his senses where he's like, oh, you know what? That's not a good idea. <laughs> it sounds terrible. I'm going to destroy the laboratory. Yeah, to a point where he copied it exactly how he remembered it. I was amazed. I was like, damn. Well, yeah, I mean, if this is all he's thinking about for years and years to come, it's just, at this point, it's just like a photographic memory. And yeah, and that leads us to um, when he encountered Echidna, where, um, you know, he lost, basically, Leo at this point lost all hope. Like, he was like, like what is the point of me doing because in the beginning remember he was uh, exiled being the hero from humanity mm-hmm. and so he was like damn what do I do now and he, he remembers that Echidna was actually a kind hearted uh, ruler of the of the demon army and he was like you know what I'm going to take my chance with uh, her and her generals and see if they are what I think they are and I guess like Overall, I guess th- this whole journey we've been watching the shows, we, we were going through his eyes in a way. Wow. Yeah, it was basically through Leo's perspective and you know him trying to prove himself that like these these uh, are trustworthy people. Yeah, and they they fight for their their queen, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, so like that's basically the whole anime. If you really think about it. Him doing, just trying to see if they're worthy of being taught the right way and stuff. And that way, when he does die, he could be happy with it. And uh, it's pretty sad when they're having the internal conversations. Like, it looks like they're talking to each other, but they're not Mm -hmm. in a way. Like, they could read, they're reading their expressions, like, does he really want Oh, you're talking, about, you're talking about the Kenna thing? Yeah. Kenna, when, when Kenna does the anti-Leo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was sad, too. I was like, I was like damn. Funny they had more time, I guess, and just talked it out. Yeah, because it, it, it was sad with uh, Leo. He was like, like if, if only there was like a person that just said, hey, I liked you for being you and not for Leo, Leo being Leo and not Leo being the hero. Like no one asked me how my day was going or like or even cared which is you know a lot of people could relate to it's like man yeah i feel that like no one asks how my day went or like you know just some things that are so simple that like you wouldn't think about but it's so hard for some people to to ask so yeah unfortunately uh the anti-leo worked you know, almost killing echidna and uh, for the final blow, everyone gets a shot on. It won't get the leg, right? Uh, <laughs> they jump him. But out of respect, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An audible way to die. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Leo's, Leo finally died with uh, his last words being thank you. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, have a feeling that uh, Leo didn't kill all of the clones. I think one got away, probably. 
we'll see what happens next episode because we're not done yet. Yeah. Um. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I wonder if, how this is gonna wrap up if they do have a dark ending to that, <laughs> mm-hmm. or you know they just end up happy. Which I think that's what we all want. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, very climactic episode. Um, very, very uh, emotional. If you really uh, related to Leo or like connected with him as a character, yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, I thought it was solid. I thought it was really good. And I know I have my gripes with the show, but I thought it was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. And we have. The Rising of the Shield Hero, Season 2, Episode 11. And, um... Yeah, um... I don't know what happened here. <laughs> um, well, it, it, it all started with, I guess... Uh, right, Rhea. What, what's his name again? The science guy? My bad, the science guy. Oh, Kyo? Kyo. And then that one guy dying right away... <laughs> Because of his arrogance, you know. Yeah, yeah, from last last week's episode of yeah. him, Raftelia cutting cutting him in half, and she told him not to move, otherwise he's gonna be dead. And uh, his yeah. arrogance got in the way. Yeah, his whininess uh, got in the way, and he uh, moved and died. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just Kiel just instigating at that point. Yeah, he, he causes death. But um, but yeah. Other than that, um, the group finally reunites. Everyone is here, you know, with Kizuna and and the uh, bunny uh, boat guy. <laughs> and we're just we're happy we reunited. We get to, uh, you know, catch up with time. And uh, Kizuna is very upset with her friends. <laughs> yep. With why they did uh, the actions they did prior to the first season, trying to kill Nafumi and his group of heroes i think it would have been a different story if she would have been there right yeah so uh, in this episode of anything kizuna is the the bridge is trying to bring peace to both she's both try- worlds if possible she's trying to be ang <laughs> yeah I, get, I mean it makes sense because her weapon doesn't kill people right so yeah you you would think that she would go with that philosophy <laughs> like it can only kill the animals and prior things but never people which I no, I that's what I thought of right now. I was like, oh man, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she's mad and she's trying to, uh, you know, put the bridge between them and you know work together. I guess the, the other people that are mad are the the, the servants of Kyo, Kyo and they wanna they want revenge. But I don't think we will be able to see it uh, this week. So it's, no, not, <laughs> that's gonna be next. Not the servant yeah. Kyo. The, the guy that died. Oh, I mean, the guy that died. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're non named characters. <laughs> that was so dumb. And, like, my theory is, like, they're going to become chimeras and freaking have animal strength or something like that. I don't know. And then with, with Kyo himself, he's like, uh, you know what? You guys, you guys got it. I'm going to send you guys then. Because, <laughs> you know. Hmm. Yeah, scary he's, he's the bad guy but uh even bad guys have childhood friends as we met with uh yogomi another green haired girl who wields a curse blade <laughs> that uh 
she, she didn't even know. No, because why would her childhood friend do that to her? <laughs> He's a good guy, damn it. And uh, she encounters our, our group. And uh, it's a straight up uh, <laughs> slaughter fest with, for her, I guess. Because, you know, one versus ten, you know, physically impossible. <laughs> even though she attacked first. Mm. Even though... You know, it, don't, it don't help the fact that the ten are the the heroes themselves. Yeah, because <laughs> she, she was gonna, she wanted an honorable fight. Yeah, which uh, uh, wrong place, wrong time to say in tournament. This is the streets. <laughs> there ain't no rules. But before that, uh, they kind of upgraded their uh, their stuff because their stuff was pretty much busted. Yeah, and they were talking to the the blacksmith. Mm-hmm. They're they're blacksmith in this world. Yep, 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 yep. And yeah, the blacksmith was not happy that they were fighting in the town. Thought that was kind of dumb, but okay. <laughs> so it's her town, bro. It's her town. That's where she grew up in. But you know, to the to our <laughs> our hero, they don't go down. They this is just a town. <laughs> yeah, they didn't care. Who are casualties? And even on their side too. I mean, in this world too, the other three they were just fighting in the town too. So I was like, okay. Yeah, is, if oh, anything, there's... this is Lark's kingdom. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants in it. <laughs> yeah, so they fought no matter what, and uh, the she lost the green hair chick, and uh, uh oh, the sword. Oh no, it's a monster, cursed monster. Yeah, I guess sword. you could put it that way. <laughs> it's just the cursed sword, which uh, it reminded me of uh, Soul Calibur, the Soul Edge. Like whoever wields it becomes evil, but in this case, it's just it didn't the, work on her because yeah. she wasn't attached to it too long, I guess. And yeah, they destroyed the sword yeah, with com- combos. Yeah, let's say they combo the crap out of that sword. <laughs> And then another, I guess, another gripe with this episode is just I, I, I noticed. I mean, the animation has never been like fantastic, but like in this episode, it was just when they had too many characters in one location, it looked weird. It was very stiff. They, they were just stiff and not fluent at all. And I was like, Ugh, what's going on here? <laughs> and then uh, th- there was a big uh, conversation with the that both both of the isekai characters where they're. Um, why, why don't we take interrogate this character you know like in somewhere that no one knows and then no we're trying to be friendly with them you know uh kizne trying to be nice oh okay okay I, I, I was trying i was trying to try and think what you're talking about yeah, yeah yeah you're right like they they talk to uh more a green hair you're going me yeah. and um yeah then, then we get the whole info dump of kyo uh, when they were childhood friends, and he used to be a bookworm as well, mm-hmm. and he was, he was a good dude, I guess, in her eyes. And, but yeah, the sh- intentions during that time, but you know, people change. People do change. We've seen it a lot when people get power. Um, but yeah, but um, they don't convince him. Well, they don't convince the Fume if anything. The Fume is like, nah, screw this guy. This guy killed Ost. And for a moment, I was a lot like, of people. I was like, "Who's O's?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, from the beginning." <laughs> yeah, I killed a lot of people in, in their world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so. does not do justice. 
yeah yeah so he's he's like heck no but kizuna's like maybe let's talk to kyo see what he has to say i guess and he's like f that <laughs> and then he just leaves yeah but he was about to leave but then the whole wave thing happened which uh the waves have been you know and they haven't been a big deal since i remember first season the first half of first season like the waves being a big deal mm-hmm. but like this time i guess they're bringing it back because both worlds are the same problem as the waves and there was a there was a countdown in this episode they did a good time good thing with showing us the wave countdown whatever mm-hmm. and they got accelerated to a point where where they had three days left to prepare themselves and, and rapidly forward to now yeah because the the countdown to the to the world is uh kizune and like it showed it in the beginning of the episode but like at the end of the episode the counter was gone and <laughs> once they got teleported close to kyo's uh lab that's when they're like oh damn it started the wave actually started mm-hmm. and i think multiple waves are in here that's what i think i think he, he did he messed up somewhere on his his summoning the wave but we don't know the reason why he did this we just got thrown in here you get me yeah, I thought, I thought it was just like the wave they they encountered, but we'll see. We'll see next week. I mean, that's their big cliffhanger, I guess. And honestly, I don't care <laughs> um, because we know these heroes. Like, I know I care about how dumb his his <laughs> what's his reasoning. That's what I want to know. Yeah, I want to see how dumb this this whole thing. Why why he brought this wave right away. Hmm. Um. Yeah, we that's have pretty to much see. it. Yeah, it's pretty much it. This episode, but more disappointment. But at this point, I'm kind of numb to it. I'm numb to like being disappointed, and I'm just in for this crappy ride. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the thing that ruined this season in particular was the turtle and and this villain, or. I don't know if you could call him a villain. I don't know what the hell he is. No, he is a villain. What the hell? I mean, unless they pull something off in the last episode where he's a misunderstood hero, then F that. (laughs) We'll see next episode. Yeah, we'll see. But, uh... We have... Your Boy Coming, episode 12. Final episode. Final episode for your boy coming. And um, we finally get to hear the song that Echo's been making for four or five episodes. They kept it a secret. Yep. They, and, uh, they gave us a little piece like what episode seven or I forgot what episode it was. Yeah. But yeah, the you know, the the battle of all battles. Finally we we'll hear we hear Echo sing. Yes, and uh called beautiful dreamer and it was beautiful <laughs> i don't know about that bit hey okay. man be free like a butterfly it was amazing sting like a bee <laughs> I, I i thought the song was fine what uh, they sang they they actually sang the whole song so i thought it was cool and uh you know it was so inspiring hearing that song that uh even Anatomy and her group 
felt that inside of them took off the mask and they're like eh, heck yeah echo we are beautiful dreamers damn it <laughs> to a to a point where master kid had to stay yeah the the dj well not not really because his flight was like being held oh because of the the fog, the fog yeah, yeah. <laughs> jeez but hey if any, if it if it wasn't for master kid uh Giving that like, Echo wouldn't have that ten a hundred thousand like campaign first. Yeah, this this episode was uh everything was going right for everyone, I guess. Heck yeah, including our our rival group. Well, not really, just com- the competition. They were just standing there. Yeah, <laughs> and they the one thing yeah the girl said listen to her from last episode, right? No, it was this one. That oh, was like, this one. Yeah, because the the crowd wasn't giving her a chance. Yeah. Because they were like, "Yo, she tried to she tried to take the song Underworld. How how dare she?" <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, Echo did a good job. She got the hundred thousand like. That was completed. a lot. Of, that was a lot of standing. I forgot from last episode and this episode too. Well, yeah. Until they finally started uh, singing. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, thanks to um, all that Cal- calming, calming. Because of his plan, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you forget that he's there, but yeah, yeah. yeah Kalmin's plan is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, the bo- boss man on the other side uh, got upset because the the girls, you know, didn't listen. Yeah. Didn't, uh, they they opened up their. They became real. Mm-hmm. And real don't sell. <laughs> we want idleness, uh, booty shaking, and uh, masks. So don't get me wrong I like a mass singer and, too And they were playing yeah, They instruments Playing real instruments How No one wants to see that But uh But prove them wrong Cause the world did want to see that You know As the no, new group No 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 They didn't prove them wrong Comey proved Proved that guy wrong Oh yeah cause he live streamed it Yeah Like see Look You reached to a hundred if anything, they got more likes than Com- uh, Echo did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, are they also win. They also get to go to the show. No, they don't. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, they don't. No, they do. No, We're all winners. No. Oh, jeez, you're dumb. I'm serious. No, they just no, they just uh, that they, they got popularity from their thing, but they didn't actually win. Win. No, they didn't win, but they won. <laughs> In their heart Yeah exactly Sure yeah. We're all winners David Oh jeez This is a winner's circle episode dude <laughs> Kami's a winner Echo's a winner Kibe's a winner I'm not a winner <laughs> The bar The bar owner man, Well the bar manager's also a winner Cause everyone's at the bar And yeah they had a party And Kami had uh, had to go upstairs yeah, to uh, take a breather. Yeah, because you know, it took a lot out of him. You know, I mean, we, it's a good thing we were we were with him the whole time, right? Yes. His his struggle, his experience of being a fish out of water. I mean, God, it was terrible, especially his backstory. <laughs> Jokes aside, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going. They got a, they got a fist bump. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. For a job well done. Yeah. Not, not even a peck. Come on, <laughs> come on, Echo. This man's making your future. Could give him a friendly pack, and he'll continue. Yeah, but uh, to, but dream, to dream on. Yeah. Yes, to be a beautiful dreamer. Yeah. Be free like a butterfly. Oh, 
Uh, but yeah, it was by the books ending. You know, everyone's a winner, even uh, Kuros- Kurosawa, the the manager of uh, the Azalea Group. Even he's a winner because he's like, I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah, he 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 went the to the good side in a way. Yeah, he's like, I, he's still gonna be strict, but he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be. He's gonna let the girls open. be the girls. Yeah, they're gonna be more open to. Yes, yeah. he was once in a band too. And yeah, he was part of, part of a White Snake uh, cover group, and it yeah. didn't go well because you know the '80s had long hair. The, the poofy hair. Remember the poofy hair? Jeez, I don't want to see that anymore after the after the '80s. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> you didn't want that for the he girls. You didn't want that for anyone, especially the girls. So you had to be mean. Got it. Yeah, gotta follow the rules. They know strangers to love. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's basically the ending. Um, Echo gets one last encore. Well, once an encore from that beautiful dreamer song because you know it's amazing. It's an amazing song. And then it ends. Yes, it ends. The best song in the best song of the show, which is uh, "Hey DJ." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's, let's get to the review. And yeah, let's jump into reviews like we always do. If you're first first time hearing it, every time uh, and it ends, we review it right away. So obviously, I start off, and your boy coming had a great start, honestly, with the. General coming, well, the tactician coming, coming from the three kingdoms to, you know, Tokyo, and learning the the modern lifestyle of everything. You know, he, basically the fish out of water story. He's him trying to regulate what's going on and what's happening. And you would think that would be the route throughout the whole show, but no. Um, we get to follow Echo and her dreams of becoming a professional singer. And instead of being the isekai that it promised to be, it, it ends up being a, a music music anime. You know, inspiring. Don't give up on your dreams. Be a beautiful dreamer. And uh, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed Echo as a, as a character. Uh, but um, throughout the middle of the anime, when we got Echo and Komi, which were the great parts, I like to say. Uh, Komi got sidelined out of nowhere. Like he he had a master plan. They 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 disguised it as the master plan of everything that was going on. Like from episode six prior on, he becomes a a background character in his own show. <laughs> and um, it just sucks because when when that happened, we got introduced to Kibay. And honestly, now that I watch the whole anime, Kibay could be. Uh, more or less interesting than possible. Like other than him being a rapper, he is such uh bread. He's just a love of bread. <laughs> like I didn't care, and even like at the end, he had no big payoff. Like yeah, he won his uh his rap battle tournament that he always wins. He's just going to. They didn't even explain right his inner struggles. Like, did he have cramps? Was he having a stomach ache every time he got nervous? What was going on? Stage fright? I mean, that's not the case if he was a three-time champ. I don't know. Kibe was weird. And um, I really enjoyed Nanami. I, I just wish she came in more earlier. Instead of, like, way late. Like, episode eight, nine. But, uh... But, yeah. Um... 
and then it just had a had a cookie cutter ending you know winner circles we're all winners we're all dreamers damn it <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah i mean will i remember the show by the end of the year probably not um does it have a good opening ned yes it does it's it's probably that's probably what's gonna be remembered by it's amazing opening with the dancing and uh, the, the I, I think just good song. But, re- but remember, the OP is a cover of a, of a different song. We didn't yeah. even know that. Yes, it is. <laughs> hey, we all love covers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, eh, I, but you know, also the intro itself—it's artistic, uh-huh. especially with like the lowriders coming in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, final rating for this show—it's very mid. Um, it's a shame, you know. It had a big promise, but overall, I think it's just a five out of ten. You know, they didn't hurt me, but did it impress me? Not really. But hey, it left its mark with a with a cool opening. So that that's my review. And go on, David. Yeah, it's it's so upsetting to uh, to see this show. Like at first, you know. Like Omar said, fish out of water. But the upsetting part is that they, the one thing I kind of didn't like in the right off the beginning, him knowing everything about everything, like he already knew. Like within those four hours, he he's like, he's he knew everything, and the, the whole genius part kicks in, and that's all. That is no, that's calming at that point. He's just a genius. There, there's nothing to counter his uh, genius, you know. I wish there was like in you know, an episode where someone else is also somewhat of a tactician in a way. You get me? Where they outwit him, and we get his struggles, but we don't get any struggles with Kaming because you know Kaming knows all, sees all, <laughs> in a way. To a point where he bets a DJ that Echo is gonna win this, you know. <laughs> And succeeds at the end, of course. And uh, we don't get much struggles. We get Echo struggles, but not Kaming struggles. Oh, well, and and the other two struggles as well. Um, but it's so annoying. Like maybe they should have called this show um, something else. You know, just just have something related to uh, echo because this was just echo's show at this point the the other two felt like uh just side characters and whenever that their time to shine they came in i guess um with uh with the first uh kind of challenge echo had she was just there for what like an episode or two and that was it that lady, I don't, I don't, I forgot her name, but you know, it didn't really matter because that one was gone. It's and, and it, it's strange because like the first two episodes are like very alienated to the rest of the show because it's a very different feel of the anime. So yeah, um, with the rapper kid, um, I was kind of confused on his his uh his disease or whatever whatever was it the struggle his struggle his his whole cramp until he passes out or something i thought that was kind of dumb they should have come up with something else there but i was like all right just 
continue the story and then when it came to the girls like i felt like that was not much of a like i know the guy was a douche and you know he treated his people more like douches but i wish i knew more about him instead of just like him being mean until the very end where we we get an explanation about him but it was like okay <laughs> i don't i guess i don't care at the end like i feel like th this guy should have been like introduced like within like a couple of episodes before trying to try to destroy echo in a way for getting into his uh popularity of the three girls he's trying to promote you get me but, i mean but from but from his perspective like gosh he was little yeah i mean like he didn't know about echo other than like that that episode, that day i know but that, that that that's the thing it's just it's just weird like how all of this is happening like how the you, structure of the anime was, yeah i feel like the story what like you like if this should have the story should have been told better yeah that or in a different way yeah but who knows it i don't know if it's the manga or, or the show's fault but either way um uh, I, I was fighting with myself in this show because you know i don't know why i brought reality to this show too because there was some dumb moments with the this some of these characters but i'm like oh well that's this show but yeah the show wasn't I'm, I'm i don't hate the show i'm just disappointed that's even worse yeah <laughs> like I, I i really wanted to uh like this show a lot but um yeah so for me it's just a it's a six get a better rate than i did i know <laughs> i wanted it to you know even though why how i'm talking about it I, I enjoyed it but you know will i remember this no will i want to watch rewatch this show no will i will i want to if they ever do a second season no watch that opening again yes yes <laughs> And that uh, the ED should have been the finale song. Hey, you want to be a beautiful dreamer, no? Hey, DJ. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, that is uh, your boy coming. And no, and and I wish the Kibay was more part of the it, part of uh, Echo's music as well. Part of the, if anything, part of the song. Yeah, the final song, but. Since he's part of the the team, right? Yeah. Or I guess we're Kibe's just the lackey that stays in the back and just, just the brings trash, him in, just yeah. a trash talker. Yeah. But yeah, that's enough. Uh, your boy coming. Um, you will be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> or or our opinion is trash. Tell us in the comments. Yeah. What do you guys think of the ending of uh, yeah. your boy coming or the show in, in entirely? Maybe we were looking at Or I was looking at it in a different way You get me? <laughs> but yeah, with that being said uh, We'll see you later Your boy coming We have Supertime Rendering Episode 9 
and this is a very important episode because it fills the hole the plot holes of what happened with ushio the real ushio and how she died and it it started off very interesting because ushio actually found out about her own shadow because she confronted her (laughs) no so no well we found uh we in the video we looked in the video yes in the video like they're she's talking they're both talking yes and then that's when we get the whole flashback of how how they met and what was going on and and the big one was uh shiori the little girl was the first uh, person to encounter these shadows because yeah, it's cool the fact that you yeah we got that scene the same scene that we saw before where uh, uh ushiro sees like up and she sees herself you get me or she sees she sees her shadow yeah yeah because that it was just hinted of that but like it was different context and yeah everything so it was it was a very important episode um like, like i was saying with the shiori like we found out how she disappeared of anything of like how she she was the first one to see the shadows and question it <laughs> she was asking everyone in the island but no one was believing her she was like why is no one believing me on these i feel like the, i feel like that someone's watching me like someone's stalking my every move and they're like yeah you're right i'm crazy <laughs> but, what, but i guess at the end they they brushed it away and they uh finished cleaning the beach because yeah they were cleaning the beach when that was happening yeah clean the beach and uh that sucks too because you see the family too of the little girl mm-hmm. i was like damn you guys are gonna die <laughs> and you're still gonna die because yeah. <laughs> there's no there's unless they they go back back in time but i don't know if that's even possible yeah no it's not because shunpei can't go back that time yeah unless he would have after seeing all what he did to uh this, this episode right mm-hmm. but he wasn't there he was in tokyo but i guess uh you know like normal they went back home and you know bath time yeah <laughs> but we see the shadow in the bath <laughs> yeah. the bathtub yeah because we we get to learn that right off the bat ushio's shadow is not like the rest yeah, cause she think she thought uh, she was confused. She was like, "Oh, you're not the real one. I'm the real one. I'm the real one." Yeah, you know, what it felt like it felt like uh, SpongeBob with a uh, Doodle Bop. Oh, cheese! <laughs> but these are exact copies. That one was an exact copy. No, he was SpongeBob, dude. Oh god, <laughs> me SpongeBob, <laughs> you Doodle Bob. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb. Uh, hey man that's just the first thing i thought of uh but yeah it was it was it was fun watching them um interact you know because ushio is a playful playful character so having another character to bounce off like that is just you expect a good time and, yeah, so so they went to go and uh see uh this whole shadow thing right yeah she's uh she's shari's shadow uh-huh. that she's been talking about in the in the temple and lo and behold, they do find it. And, oh, well, you, you could tell the difference between both of them. Like one takes fear, while the other one's like, "I kind of, I kind of get you." Yeah, like like uh, you, you like the, the shadow's afraid. Yeah, and then like uh, the real Ushio is like more bold, and she'll she'll take the action. 
<laughs> it's the other way around. No. You got it confused. Not even. Yeah. I think it's the other way around. No, <laughs> I'm seeing it right now. <laughs> yeah. The the shadows were oh, like more aware of the the situation compared to her. She was terrified. Yeah, uh I guess so. Um and then that's when that shat that weird shadow with the the crow was t- consuming it and stuff. I was like, "What the hell?" In my mind, was the shadow becoming the crow? Or I have it, no idea. Was it just eating it? It was eating it, I think. Uh, but then uh I guess I guess the shadow could uh, transform into the shadow. I was like, "What?" Coming the shadow. Yeah, so that was a, a third uh Ushio, but it wasn't fully formed into it. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So I guess these shadows don't just copy once, they copy twice. <laughs> they could copy as many times, I think, right? As long as you have a shadow. Right? <laughs> or the, uh, that camera, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh um, I still want to know that I flash. Think, I think the big thing of that scene was just uh Ushio Shadow could do powers powers with her hair mm-hmm. that she didn't know until re-watching it it's cool that she like does like the movements too like she goes inside the floor too uh, well the floor itself that becomes shadow. shadow yeah that was cool so much shadow i was talking about i'm getting mistaken i'm talking about shadow the hedgehog over here <laughs> and, at but, the, and, and at the end uh she's like oh i'm a shadow <laughs> yeah i guess i am the shadow i'm not the real i'm not the real spongebob <laughs> and I guess with camera wise, uh, they could copy the leg. So she lost her leg when she fought that other shadow. It's either that or like if the real ones there, maybe like he could copy it. Either that, either or. Yeah. It could be. We'll, we'll, that. we'll find out. We'll next find week. out next week when she gets her arm back or not. Yeah. If that's the case. But um, but yeah, then we get to the big part, the big juice, the big. Uh, meat potatoes. Uh, <laughs> well, they finally get to the end of that, that the the camera scene, you know, with them uh, bickering of, of who's the real one. Yeah. And then that was pretty much it for the the phone. And they asked the shadow if uh, she remembers any of this, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, that's what that's when we get to. The scene with like, uh, she's sorry. Like everyone at the beach. The no, de- but you know, but yeah, that that's why she remembers, and that's the whole flat, the whole like transition to like this memory. What is it like a memory rewind? But like in her mind, I guess. I was not entirely sure how her her thing was. Like we got into her brain. The shadow's brain to re like re see that scene. I'm not sure, but yeah, um, we get to that moment, and um, yeah, that's where was the day Ushio died, and how how Shisori became well, Shisori's shadow became her, how she took her role, and it was uh, it was terrifying, it was horrifying, um, just the lengths that these shadows go. Could, will go to to take someone's own life, I guess, right? <laughs> like with uh, Shisori, and <laughs> it was weird because she, you know, they just went and had a fun time at the beach after they cleaned it, and bam, she's gone. 
right off the bat and that's when uh Ushio or either either Ushio sensed that she's in the she's in the ocean drowning right now so it's like all right we gotta go save her yeah uh Ushio ended up telling the the to to stay back at all costs I guess because she already knows what's gonna happen down there and they don't want the two to you know die or you know from that other shadow yeah and um but yeah i wonder if what would have happened if they both went to the ocean what if the shadow would have been gone and what what if she survived who knows but uh yeah it was terrifying that whole scene with the water inside the water fighting underwater yeah yeah it was very uh it was very sad to, to finally finally see what happened with uh ushio the real one and when they were trying to save Sasori from drowning from her shadow. And uh, the the shadow uh, herself, um, Ushio, Ushio's shadow, they, uh, the, the little girl shadow one, finds out that uh, she's, you know, she's uh, not a, what is that word? Indefective? Yeah, she's defective. Pretty much she's a defective uh, shadow. She doesn't act like the rest. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, she couldn't uh, take her out because the the squad gets in the ocean as well and try to rescue. I thought it was because Ushio saved her. No, the 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 people were coming in and the, the he replaced with the other shadow. She she they were swimming out and then uh, well they were swimming out together and then like the shadow was come what got the the shadow one and then that's when Ushio. Grabbed the the shadow blob thingy and just took her down with her. That's how I remember it. And then that's when you know everything went to went to you know shit hitting the fan. <laughs> well, it was the I don't know. That was two shadows. It was crazy. It was the shadow that copied the the little girl, and then yeah, it was weird. But yeah, it was uh, it was sad to see. It was a very emotional, you know, seeing Ushio cry underwater, which uh, they did an amazing job animating that. And um, but yeah, and then she just goes down the abyss, and uh, the two guys were pretty much def- not not defeated, but upset. They were sad, they, they, sad and angry. Yeah, because they saw the the Shiori, the little girl, like pretending to be passed, knocked out. Even though she's dead already, you know? Yeah, she already took her spot. Yeah, so the friend gets upset at uh, Shunpei, but Shunpei's like, dude, I've been I've been this sad already. And I was also sad as well. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? It's raining outside. Yeah, for me, it was raining as well, too, when I was watching that part. I was like, damn. <laughs> but, uh, and then he says he's sorry, too. That was cool. He Right away, he was like, all right. I got you, fam. Yeah, because you know, sh- if people could dwell on the, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we have to move forward. I mean, you didn't expect shadows to be real, right? <laughs> but it, but it was real at that point where uh, we got uh, the mother or the the top uh, shadow reach out for our Shunpei. I think that was the best moment. Caught us off guard, and I was like, "What is happening?" Did the shadow just appear through the through this simulation, or what, what just happened there? 
and I guess by was that real to a point where Shunpei is like, is this real at that point? But then when he looks at his arm, it like it burned into his arm. So I don't know if that's a way of track uh, tracking him or not. Cause she found out where he's at from what uh, what she said through the through that uh, Shiori or no, what, what's the Shiori? Yeah, Shiori's shadow in that dream or whatever that was simulation thing crazy <laughs> yeah it was uh probably my favorite moment in the in the anime because you didn't see it coming it was like a what the hell moment so it was uh that's how it scarred ended. it scarred me yeah it, it was a good cliffhanger and probably the best episode so far with uh just filling the the plot hole of what happened that day you know we finally have context of what legit happened and so does everyone else well that's all that man. yeah man that that phone was helpful <laughs> yeah and, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy that she knew she was gonna die, in a way. And uh, I guess we have um, now. We got a kind of a more help now since you know we lost the sniper and uh, assassin girl in a way. Yeah, in a way, they're still on the same team. They're still just... on the same team, but they don't trust the shadow. But you know, now they got the shadow and the friend together. Mm-hmm. So you know, of course, with Ushio's shadow, she's able to do all these stuff now mm-hmm. since she remembers what. How yeah, to fight. They have a fighting chance. Yeah. Which is good. So now you know, we, so we saw what they could do. <laughs> yeah, so now it's going to be more entertaining. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Especially now that the mother figure is kind of like present more. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know if later on, maybe like two or three episodes she returns or we'll continue with her. I imagine. I mean. I don't know. I feel like because she's she is our villain. I know, but you know what? It feels like maybe she will end up like Dio. Like she she'll come out a little bit and then she'll be gone for a bit and then she'll come back again later on. You get me for the finale? Because I I don't think uh, we'll get into it right away. You get me? No, no, I know that, but I'm like, I know we get get no more about her. But yeah, Yeah. we'll we'll see see. next week. uh, Very exciting. Really impact me, and yeah, we have Call Me Can't Communicate season two, episode eight. Or if you're watching on Netflix, it's episode 20. And yeah, we are here at the Kyoto trip, it has begun and it's happening. We're here, we're live. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just man just just starting off like who's gonna sit next to who what what groups got assigned with uh, it's just cute it's just harmless fun of course najim is in every group so because you know it knows where to be <laughs> yeah she she or he whichever gender at yeah. this point he's could be on any side yeah pretty much and um that was pretty funny though because the 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 whole you know like when they show the three squads uh he or she would be in <laughs> najima would be always on that squad no, no, doing no, the that, same thing no, no, that's what i'm saying like yeah. najima is in every group <laughs> no, doing, but, doing whatever. but it looked funny though when when, when <laughs> whatever they're doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um but yeah, like it's just we get to see Tano just expect everyone, all all our everyone that we've known throughout the whole show, you know. Yami and her rivalry <laughs> with uh, the other girl, like the gamer. 
who calls her a Norlie. And then uh, we get to see uh, it? Uh, Kaita and the narcissist guy actually grouping up with Tadano, which it was a, it's an interesting group to begin with. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we get the the meat and potatoes. Who did get? Who got to group up with Komi? And it's these two random girls actually. <laughs> these two um, also quiet girls, but not as um, socially, you know, awkward as Komi. So it's just yeah. So it's, so Tara knows like oh no, <laughs> got grouped up with uh, Sasaki and. Uh, T- uh, Taku, ta- Taku, I can't say. Kato, Kato, yeah. yeah. And Komi's just in the center. <laughs> yeah, which was, I thought I thought it fit well. I thought it was an actually perfect group for her to be in. Did you know? They, they all kind of acted like each other. Is it is it uh entertaining to be around? I'm pretty sure not. But you know, those girls tried their hardest. <laughs> yeah, because they're trying to impress Komi, of course. Yeah, especially eating pocky sticks. <laughs> To to a point where it got awkward, where she was taking her sweet ass time to finish that pocky stick while they were already done. (laughs) You wanna enjoy the best moment, especially it being free. You know, it's even more delicious. The the other thing that was funny was the the whole with the with uh, the country bunkin girl. Oh yeah, she was gonna. (laughs) She was grouped up with uh, Orihime, I think. And uh, it was funny. The slow girl. <laughs> it was funny the fact because she's a country person, but Kyoto is almost like country at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but like everyone knows Kyoto, yeah. so it's like it's like upgrade country. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like she's country, but like you know she's not that country. Like upgrade <laughs> country, you know, high society country. She, she was she was this close to getting left behind. <laughs> she didn't want to, you know. Disinfect Kyoto with her countryness, you know. <laughs> That's just her stick at this point. <laughs> like she's just a country girl. But uh, but yeah, we finally got to Kyoto, and, and we um, get introduced to the tour guide. Tour guide, okay. Yo, Ryoko, Ryoko, yeah, Ryoko, yeah, Ryoko. Who uh, this is her dream job. She wanted to be a, a tour bus guide, and uh, she's going by the books, you know learning the the rules of what students or people would do for touring guides it's like so we got like her, hitting on them <laughs> yeah we got in her inner monologues as well mm-hmm. the, her struggles on saying particular stuff too and she said the wrong thing as i well. know they, they clowned on her yeah. it's like did, did she did she did a runoff yeah. sentence right there and she's like oh my god i hope they didn't notice <laughs> and then of course you know Komi being beautiful you know they ignored her half the time as well yeah to a point where she's just sitting down and looking at the the location and and the tour guide lady is like no one's listening to me and i was like what the hell that these kids would be more proper since they're private school but they're you know they're kids you know that's 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 how kids were going on field trips. You know, you don't care what's going on or where you're going. You're just happy you're going out with your friends from school, hanging out. And then especially in this case, like being with them like all day. It's funny because the, the tour guide lady lost uh, one of one one person. And you already know that one. Your favorite girl. Uh, the slow girl. Yeah. 
She literally she went off. walked off on her own. Yeah, she's like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but hey, she'll be fine. <laughs> and then our our buff dude, I, I keep forgetting his name. Uh, Kaita? Yeah. He was asking for help, but you know how, how he is, too. He He's, can't communicate as well. Scare the crap out of her. Yeah. <laughs> and her, her day was pretty bad for our tour guide. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she's almost at the point of giving up hope. Yeah. Why even try? Mm. But she saw something. Something gleaming in her eyes. Yes, she saw hope when... Uh, yeah, because she was giving up hope when they were back in the bus. And she was like... She was explaining about the bridge or whatever. Or like the famous spot where couples are evenly split. Uh, but, the, but the two that were listening was uh, Komi and uh, Tarano. Yeah, they were very interested in the... The bridge, the what the tour guy had to say, and that it sparked with her being like, "Hey, that's how I was when I was their age. You know, when I was on a school trip. You know, you can entertain the whole group or you, you just that one person. But as long as someone's listening to you, being inspired, that's all you need. Um, but wait, <laughs> she loses too." <laughs> Yeah, she loses uh, Komi and Anton. Uh, they're doing their own thing, talking about, you know, the the architect of these temples. I think you were talking about, like, one was, like, in particular, famously for... Jumping off. Yeah, jumping off. And, uh... Yeah, I remember reading that, and <laughs> seeing that was pretty funny with Najime trying to try to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot the whole meaning of it again. <laughs> I think it's like good luck or something. Like yeah, that. if you if you live, yeah, if you survive, yeah, ninety percent survive, right? Do survive, yeah. So it's a high chance, you know. You can be that ten percent. <laughs> but uh, that's not the point. Uh, the whole thing was uh, the toy guy sees you know, call me and Tano being cute and adorable, uh, lovey dovey couple, which they're not. We want them to be, but you know, she, she was she tells herself she, she's she was like, jelly. Like she, she was jealous and she was like, just get married already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and yeah, and then we got to the the fan service part of the episode. Mm -hmm. Which was the bathhouse. Oh yeah. yeah. We get to see, you know, the girls naked, right? Oh, <laughs> well, well, obviously, one person yeah, really yeah, wanted. Yami, she was like, "Oh my God, call me, please, get naked in front of me. We're girls, right? <laughs> All I want to do is see you naked and touch your boobs. <laughs> that Ahigo face, man, it's hilarious." <laughs> Uh, but unfortunately, it's, it apparently, is normal, you know, to touch other girls. That, like yeah, because they're girls, you know, yeah. it's kind of like guys, you know, touch each other. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. You know. <laughs> I'll get to them later, but uh, <laughs> but of course, you know, uh, Komi was embarrassed to, yeah, to change. Yeah, of course, because she's not used to doing this. Mm -mm. God no. But um, the the two girls encouraged. Well, yeah. one of the girls encouraged them. Yeah, Orihime, yeah. The, the normal one, if anything, mm -hmm. I like to call her. The if if anything, I I always look at her as Tarano two, Tarano two, female Tarano. Yeah, because <laughs> she's like the most normal one out of all the 
girls in this show. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like what she really is. She's just the big sister. Pretty much. For everyone. Yeah. And then I I, I agree. The green hair girl. <laughs> she didn't want to get naked because, you know, she was embarrassed the last time she did. They called her meatballs. Yeah. Like, they didn't even know the reason why they called her meatballs. I was like, that's a terrible nickname. <laughs> but, you know, she... She got she got inspired to get naked and you know yeah, they all undress and, <laughs> and they finally re- saw the reason why they called her that and they're like oh my god you meatballs <laughs> you know? but hey you know girls being girls you know they get along especially <laughs> especially that the, here comes your girl again yeah Yami yeah. she's like hey call me can't touch your boobs <laughs> and she's like. She, the f- like like the most innocent way to say it. Yeah, me. you know the only a girl. Could it was say the it. most purest moment, I guess. What the episode said, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, call me being call me. She's like, no, stop. Get some help. <laughs> I don't think she said that. But that, yeah. that that's how I read it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but you know who should have got some help? I don't know, man. Because uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, these men. Um. Well, two men. Yes, two beautiful <laughs> and men. and three boys. Oh, four boys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, because because these guys are wild, man. Hey, man, with the narcissist guy and uh, uh, Kaita, they were like oh, Joe. Of course, you, you already know he's gonna do no matter what. Yeah, yeah, because he actually you yeah. know worked out during <laughs> during his time off, and yeah. the narcissist guy. He's, I mean, he's just beautiful no matter what, right? Yeah. To a point where before that uh, he he thought he wanted uh, the the ladies wanted a picture. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It was yeah. like, oh, you want a picture? Of course. And he poses and stuff. <laughs> it's just like that's that's not what we meant at all. But you know what? We're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right here he's just like, look at my glory. Yes, look at it. And then he doesn't care. No, no towel for him. You know? Heck no. Just see Everything's my glory. out. Yeah. You know who else lets it all hang out as well? Kaita, man. Like, he was, like, bold and, like, you know. <laughs> Flexing. A real menace. Like, the real menace that everyone thinks that, I think that was real right at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta show how manly you are, man. Yeah, they're very manly. <laughs> and then when we, we we got done with the showboating. And then the, Kaita realizes something very important. Well, not not for the trio, though. Oh yeah, those the, three boys. The, the trio were me- mesmerized. Yeah, they were blushy and they're like, "Oh my god, Kaita!" Oh, and I'm like, "Bros, calm down, put it in well, your pants." Well, well, with the narcissist guy, they were like, "Okay, okay," but then they, Kaita, like another story, man. Yeah, it's like they saw JoJo character. Yeah, yeah literally they saw yeah. Jotaro naked yeah. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> they were amazed, mm-hmm. especially at, uh, a different scene too, where you know. Right in front of them, you know, the junk was right there, man. I was like, "Damn, <laughs> these guys are blushing over that." Wow, this dude probably has a big schlong. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I don't know. That's how it looked. Just saying, just the way you said that. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> but but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole point, right? <laughs> 
could have worded that differently. Uh, but, salami. Uh, what, How about that? Uh, whatever. Either way. Either way. We're, we're done with the show, buddy. I thought we were done. You wanted to go more detail no, with it. You wanted to go more detail. But, they, they do go into yeah, more well, detail. I wanted to just get over with it. <laughs> they don't because they take pictures oh, of them Lord. flexing. Oh, I was going to get to that. All hard. I was going to get to that. But with uh, when the, uh, Kaito didn't have his lotion, he was like, oh, no. My skin's going to get super dry. My moisture, it's going to be gone. And then the narcissist guy's like, I got you, fam. Don't even trip. Throws the bottle. Yeah. Well, not, not really. Just put it Toss it there or whatever. He places it. But like. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. And then it's like, hey, man, you know what? We should get a picture together because you're as beautiful as I am. It's shocking for him to say that, right? <laughs> and then they do, they do some very... uh. Questionable things. Well, <laughs> Be- you thought that were questionable. No, the anime thought. <laughs> no, they, they made it seem that way. It was nasty. <laughs> but you know, it ended up. It turned out being uh them posing for pictures, <laughs> and then they were like, "Tano, please take our picture." <laughs> Tano, you know, as I don't know, it's just nice enough to take. Yeah, he's just being a nice uh, dude. But I would be like, "Heck no, I'll do that in your own time." Put a. Get a get a camera stick or whatever. Just so I don't know. Be creative. <laughs> but you know, Tano say yes, and then that's when I really th- noticed that the well, I, yeah, I really noticed that they were not inside the thing no more. So they were pretty much <laughs> the dude was just flashing at that point. The narcissist guy, because you know how he didn't have his towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was you know like they're like in the hallway area <laughs> taking pictures. Hey man. They, they still got the towel just in case someone... Nah, he don't care. <laughs> they, they don't care. <laughs> they're just flexing over here. Not just them. You know, the other three shy little boys come up. They're like, yeah, we want to pose too. <laughs> and it becomes a pose fest. It becomes a JoJo uh, panel. <laughs> it becomes a fire fire force uh, uh, picture. Photo, photo shoot. Photo shoot, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know... It's all going. It's all fun. It's all harmless. And then Coleman comes in. And she's just like, "The hell are y'all doing?" <laughs> I questioned this, all of this. <laughs> but you know, we get to the last scene with uh, the pillow, pillow fight. fight. Yeah, which uh, the whole fight was for who gets to sleep next to Comey, sleep next to Comey. And uh, you know, and it, it. I think it was just a sweet scene. Like, of course, it being funny, but like, it was a sweet scene of like they were having fun. Yeah, kids having fun. The all the all the girls having fun. Yeah, and there's no harm, no foul, except for two. Was that? Was yeah, it Yami, I'm guessing. Yami and Najme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the final hit. Yeah. But they got stopped by the teacher. Mm-hmm. So they like, pr- so they pretend to sleep, but they ended up passing out. Yeah, basically, the teacher was like, "Cut it out! Go to bed." But you know, it made it made Comey's day because she was that excited to be part of that. That she couldn't sleep, and yeah, that's just the episode. It was uh, cute, uh, just wild. Yes, wild uh, episode of the first day of Kyoto. Yeah, man. If you didn't have that, if you wanted your edginess, you got it on both with both sides, man. Yes, either man or female. Yes, you got both. Both. Boys and girls enjoyed this episode for all, all their own reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, that was a 
like always, Comey always brings it to the table. So can't wait for next week. We have Vampire in the Garden, episode four and five. We decided to wrap this one up as well because episode four left off on a good cliffhanger that I we couldn't wait. So let's start off with episode four, which, uh, yes, we're finally eating, right? You know, we finally made it. You know, they saved uh, Momo and Fine from dying. And uh, hey, that was a good thing. <laughs> that was, you know, they were in the middle of the freaking snow, about to die. And they could have died. They, yeah, they could have. But uh, these random villagers got them. And uh, they're explaining the Eden, you know, this beautiful place that both vampires and humans live in harmony. Well, of course, Momo uh, woke up and, you know, she was learning all this stuff. Wow. Well, uh, uh, Fina, Fina, yeah, Fina was uh, still asleep during that time. Yeah, and uh, while Momo, you know, as of course being mistrusted because of, you know the last place that humans, vampires were, were living in harmony. <laughs> but uh, every, everyone was happy, you know. Everyone was living at peace in this. This yeah, and there's even like a shot, like a legit shot of the postcard being real life. Mm-hmm. So that's when, like, she was like, you know, she was still questioning it, but, you know, she was kind of like forgiving, like, you know what? Yeah, they, they have food, they have no shortage in blood, like, they're, they're living. They even have electricity. Yeah. Which is even odd. Which comes into play later. But, um. Wait, no, it, it gets now, you know. But, um, uh, Fine, wake, oh, well, uh, Momo wants where, where, where's Fine at, so they go where Fine's at, and. Fina's trying to open this door. Cause she's yeah, and she's also not fully recovered as well. Yeah, she's not fully recovered, but no right off the bat, Fina doesn't doesn't trust this place. She has her guard up the so, whole time. So she opens that, that door and uh we see this man literally like his eyes are bloodshot red and he said, uh beware of this location, but I, I guess they uh our two characters didn't uh I guess Momo and Fina didn't say anything after that. I guess I think they didn't say anything because they saved them. You know, yeah. They like not trying to be. Well, obviously Fina was on her guard no matter what. Yeah. Momo was just like, okay, whatever, because they they had a good explanation. It was like, oh, this vampire is bloodthirsty, so yeah, we keep him in here to like keep him cool down, whatever. Which we have seen, like you know, vampires last shot, especially when 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 Fina did that last episode for blood but uh but yeah you know everything's good everything's in harmony you know mama finally could live in eden you know what what they wanted right what they want all along but you know but phoenix um, pretty much says um like is this really freedom yeah is this really what you want because i this, is, this doesn't feel right there's something off about this place something in the air doesn't feel right mm-hmm. but uh i think that's when they decided to split right yeah yeah she was like Fina was like i don't think i could be around you because i don't want to last shout like i did last time and then of course um <laughs> me and omar are uh confused with the whole fact that uh either if it's the brother or or childhood friend um the guy comes out oh yeah the brother and takes because uh uh omar saw it dub i saw it sub so 
we got different uh, information on that one. Either I forgot or either is a childhood friend. But yeah, uh, she uh, he takes her away because you know she was weak at that point. She couldn't do anything to escape. So um, he takes her away, ends up uh, putting her in a spot. I was I was confused on that. He was he was trying to obviously recover Fine so they could go back home. Uh-huh. But while he was doing that, he was trying to get his uh, you know his army okay to, to come in. To, uh, I guess like an escort or like you know when when things hit the fan but I guess he didn't hi- hide her very well no nah, because you know it was all it was all quick it was all happening yeah. so fast but he left the dog there yeah his lucky dog but the <laughs> villagers uh, ended up taking her yeah they snatched him to put in a tomb. Mm-hmm. a tomb and then that's when the humans come in which is our our trackers basically uh momo's uncle and momo's mom's also here in this in this ride along to find this eden which as we find out that this eden's just a big old trap for people believing that vampires humans can live in harmony which is all a lie because we find out what was inside that little vampire prison and that is where the big source of electricity comes in because they use the vampire as electricity, like a power plant, basically. <laughs> Pretty much using that person to for the gain of other people. It sounds um, sounds like us, in a way. <laughs> We're using that one person to gain more control. Yeah. Pretty, you can see how mean it is, but you know, no, how how pure this is not Eden. I guess they're Eden of seeing Eden. What? That was confusing. <laughs> I mean, well, the the way uh, Momo thought of Eden. Okay, you know? gotcha. No, this that is we're not, using that one person. This is, yeah, this is not Eden. It's, yeah. I think we talked about. I was like, man, if if that is the case, why don't you just you know split the role or something? Yeah, or like find a better way to not make it look brutal. Yeah, like use. maybe on Tuesdays, you know, get some people to come in voluntarily, you know. Well, don't constantly be using that same person, you know. But hey, they didn't think like we did, you know, yeah. sacrifices had to be made, I guess. And uh yeah, well, so, one uh, one saves everyone, right? Yeah. Um, Alicia's a savage. Um she's hunting down Momo because you know, she realizes the truth. Momo's trying to escape And that's when the humans come in They're like yo Y'all seen a girl named Momo They're like nah We haven't seen her at all We don't know who you're talking about It's like alright Stop lying Tell me where she's at And they're like alright Vampires You know And then we got the big battle With the village and the humans And then the vampires also join in too Yes the This is a confusing movie The brother or childhood friend Come in his his army mm-hmm. show up as well, and we're it's just a conflict between all three of the the groups. It was wild. Mm-hmm. It was a interesting fight, but you know, and Momo's uh, fight with the the other girl, the vampire girl, Alicia. was crazy. Yeah, because it was like a horror movie. Like she was getting hunted down by a slasher or anything. Yep. You know, you know what's the best thing about slasher movies? No one survives. 
No, it's when the hunt when the hunter becomes the hunted. Well, it depends on what slasher movie you watch. You get me? No, but like, okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's when Momo takes revenge. Well, she takes it. She turns the tide, and she she pulls out her hidden blade that Alfina gave to her just in case things hit south. Popped her, and then she gets her gun. And she pops her right there And then she thought You know what I'm not done I'm gonna let this missile go From the submarine And then let it blow up And I'm a, I was actually sad Because you know Alicia was not into pieces When she said that hit her You know Because we see her body Like still floating mm-hmm. And I was like How? She got literally hit by a torpedo <laughs> But yeah um, That was it for that episode Well yeah, I left the, the reason we kept watching because Momo uh, is drowning. She looks like she's about to die. Oh, yeah. The submarine just goes down. Yeah, it's like sinking. Water. And uh, Momo's drowning. And uh, Fine's stuck in the coffin. Asleep. Yeah. And that's when we jump into the final episode. with uh, Episode five. Fine having a bad dream about uh, her past of, you know, basically. What the- happened? Basically, uh, to that girl, mm-hmm. like they, they were also trying to fight Eden and trying to live in harmony, but you know, it just wasn't happening. And things were pretty they, much repeating the same way. Yeah, history repeating itself. Yeah, for her, and um, you know, it took her it took her a long time to recuperate from that. But uh, you know, the situation she is now, I guess her Momo senses were tingling, and uh, she legit got out of that tomb and like literally flew where Momo was at. But we're not even done there, man. They were still getting chased while this three, the this war was happening. So we were getting blasted from vampires. Not well, trying to chase by vampires, getting blasted by humans. It was wild. Yeah, because you know, hey man, you, you can't say Fina was not a trooper because she was getting blasted. She, yeah. Everything was just hitting her. <laughs> and I kind of like that in this anime, you know, like. Cause you know the hero of the story never gets hit right when they get shot at or whatever, especially when no I, stormtroopers. No, I was about to say that. Like especially like I'm, I'm watching uh Obi Wan Kenobi and those damn stormtroopers can't aim for nothing, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> like yeah, like right here, she's standing still and then she gets blasted. Yeah, like three or four like, times there's only before like, she leaves. There's like only like three the the trackers that shoot her down, right? Yeah, and like. You know, in Star Wars, you can have 20 of them. They're, they're all missing. <laughs> but anyways. But yeah. um, But yeah, Fina gets blasted down. Uh, Momo's like still trying to protect her. But it's just not going well. And to a point, uh, Momo gets captured. By oh, they, they, they get stranded inside the thing. And there's only one way, like always every hero, you know. Yeah, like, gotta leave you behind. Like, you know, you I'll mo- take care. You of move ahead. I'll I'll catch up. And yeah. She's like, no, you're lying. <laughs> you're gonna die right here. He's like, just go, damn it. So pretty much, she closes her herself in, and they divide. They they divide themselves. So Momo's on her own now. Well, you know, Fine ends up taking the shot. Well, yeah, she was she was at death's door at that point. Yep. So she had to take it. And, um, well, yeah, that's when I said the whole Momo getting captured by that 
mech fanatic guy. No, well, well no. First, she got uh, captured by the the vampire guy. Oh, the, the brother slash childhood friends. Yes. Uh huh. That scene. Mm-hmm. And then that that robot guy comes in too. Yeah, like so many shit, like all these stuff are happening at the same time. And uh, I guess the guy had to sacrifice himself in a way. Yeah, I was shocked that he 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 died like that. Yeah. like Well, yeah, because he, he got blasted as well. Yeah, pretty hard like Phoenix. Uh, you know what? I kind of felt sorry for him because I wanted to see his outcome. Like I wanted to know his. I, I know he didn't mean like bad for his side, but you know. He, he was he's kind of like the mom in a way you get me like he wanted uh, justice for their side you get me no i wouldn't say mom i would say like like he was like a brother he was like a, a guardian no 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 i meant as in like how he was thinking of what you know the humans versus vampires like he would that's no, yeah I mean. he was he if anything, the vampire he had, lo- he had loyalty to his side like yeah he, he was he will fight a good fight and that's why I say guardian as well. You know, he was trying to put protect she his race. Yeah, because she uh, he didn't want her to. He didn't. Uh, die. He didn't want. He didn't want his race to lose Fine, which was mm-hmm. an important part. She was kind of like important, important to him too. She's kind of like princess or queen, whatever. Yeah. So he he ended up just um, passing away there. Kind of sucks. Kind of kind of sucks. Yeah, it does suck. And but hey, he helps Momo uh, one last time. <laughs> it's funny that she, he hates her. Yeah, but he always helps her because you know how much Momo means to Fine. And this insane lieutenant dude just now wanted to kill Momo. Crazy. Yeah, but then he gets doinked and you know by mom. Yeah, so he doesn't die. And um, yeah, we get we go back to. Momo trying to find Fine, but you know, we see that Fine is into that abomination of vampire. And that's when the uncle comes in. And probably the best fight scene in that in this whole anime with uh him versus Fine. And Momo. Oh yes, and Momo. Two yeah. versus two versus one. Yeah, that that whole fight was insane. Until he lost at the very end. Yeah. I mean, but he didn't die. He was saying to kill him, you know. Yeah. But uh, Fine, she, you know how nice she is. She's she won't. Oh, she kind of killed the rest of the squad, but not her. I mean, they weren't not him. They weren't dead. Oh well, well we're about brink, brink of death. Right? Yeah, brink of death. Yeah. That, you know they called them off. Yeah. Like, Yo, boss. You know, we we, we try to stand our ground. You but know? then then we see his backstory too. You know. Like, like we were, we were getting hints of it last mm-hmm. episode, if anything. But this one in particular, we finally see like why he doesn't trust vampires in a way. He couldn't even trust his bride himself because you know his bride tried to kill him in a way too. But you know she didn't mean to either because you could see from her eye she was crying. Yeah, as well. Like if anything, in a way, the uncle's kind of like Momo. Like he wanted to believe vamp- vampires and humans can live in harmony, where he even fell in love with one. And uh, the sister ended up uh, taking out the bride, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, ouch!" And that's what—that's why he was on this this search for her, for you know her niece. He was like, "Hey, I don't want—I don't want you to go through the same thing I did." 
even if it even if you even if it means that you hate me but hey if anything i think what momo said at the end kind of changed his perspective because that light you know shines in his eyes at the end yeah yeah and he was like all right i guess i was in the wrong but hey a little too late right <laughs> especially with the flowers yes we finally get to uh just mama and fine get basically getting the last words pretty much the last words and because you know Fina's gonna die because she took the drug and she's she's literally dying she was on the brink of death so many times yeah that um pretty much her last kind of wish was you know to her to live her life yeah. and hopefully you know create that that passion they wanted the the whole they're, they're Eden they're Eden of Eden yeah. it's become true yeah and yeah, it was sad. It was sad to see uh, Fina go. She wanted, she wanted to hear her sing one last time. But by the time she want, no, well, she tried to. She passed away, mm-hmm. so she never got to sing to her, at least on that time. Yep. And uh, it was sad, but you know, you see Momo carrying Fina, and then she encounters her mom in the middle of nowhere. If anything, I like to add. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's when Momo's mom is like, come back home. You're still my daughter. Like, you know, I still, I guess, love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but it, it was kind of a mutual thing, too, because both of them were saying it, you know? Yeah. And it was it was hurting both. No, it was hurting more the mother than her because she already she's at that point. Like, we, we think that differently. We're not the same, you know? Our thoughts are different about how we we think about the vampires and stuff like that. Yeah. So when uh, when she was saying all of that, she's 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 thankful for the for the mom. Yeah. For taking care of her. But uh, the mom was so destroyed as well because she she didn't want this for her either to see all this you know sacrificing and all this all this you know. All this, all these deaths that she's seen, she didn't want that for her. But you know, she didn't see what she, she you know, she didn't want her to go into the vampire. You you know how the 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 other guy was. They both had similar thoughts. You know, they cared about their 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 family. It all, it all comes yeah. back to how the brother slash childhood friend felt like. Yeah. They all fought for their race. They yeah. all fought proudly, and they all thought that they were in the right. When yeah. in actuality, they had to open their mind and be like, "We can live in harmony if we work together." You know, the mm. past is the past. We gotta leave it in the past and work on the future. And pretty like, much, like, f that. They're murderers. They're monsters. And like, f that. These, these, these bastards use light on us. <laughs> war never changes, sir. Yeah, war never changes. But you know, my, but did it change? Did war change? Who knows? Well, by the end of the, by the end of the, what do you call it? The the, well, when they finished, you know, we got a cutscene. Oh, you're gonna skip the beautiful moment. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, man, I was gonna get to that. Oh, but, go um, go. But yeah, we finally, you know, once Momo's mom leaves her, you know, let her be her, her own person. 
that's when we get the shot of the garden which is the title where i guess that's when momo buried her where which became the vampire in the garden boom oh my god <laughs> and uh that's when she started to sing to her but you know it cuts the credits mm-hmm. and that's when we get to the after credit the the whole uh momo's dream of eden actually becoming reality mm-hmm. now is it the whole entire world i don't think so i feel like it's just the like another village or another town maybe yeah i'm curious if that's her child i don't i i don't know yeah i'm like wait what if anything the whole point of the credit was just seeing momo being happy yeah where she's at now and that the dream that both momo and fine want they're working together that is humans and vampires it is happening and it's trying to become true Mm mm-hmm and yeah, that's the end of the the episode. That's the end of the anime. Ba-boom. Yes, uh, the Netflix noise. And yeah, um, now we go into reviews of this beloved. Am- well, I think nice anime. Um, Vampire in the Garden. It was short but perfect. I like to say, the story that we were told, I think was uh, was good. It didn't waste any time. You know just telling the story between momo and fina and their struggles of you know being a human and being a vampire and just trying to live in harmony but it was so it it had a like it has a strong first uh episode with the war you know both losing uh members of of each side and you know it never changes you know war never changes (laughs) and um I think we said at the beginning, like, it had a weird cut to it. But, like, I think it does it well. After watching the first, uh, actually watching these five episodes, I think it's done well. Where, like, you know, we get to the war, to, from them escaping the war and trying to, trying to be, uh, trying to connect with one each other because they still have that distrust of, you're a vampire. Like, oh, you're a human. Like, who cares, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then from there, it goes to the road trip to, to finally finding Eden to them, you know, having the climax at the end. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's done perfectly well, you know, and it helps that the this is done by Wit Studios and has that Wit Studios magic animation, especially like when it came to the climax, the the chase scenes, and even like even the cars look good, so they're not like CGI or anything. Um, yeah, it has a lot of good moments, uh, a lot of odd like uh, the action scenes like from the climax to the first two episodes are very action-packed and um just the story that we were were told between momo and fine trying to just find eden uh was beautifully told i thought i I really enjoyed it you know would i would have wanted more time with the the side characters yeah i would have but you know it doesn't the, the the what we got still i think it was still good you know knowing momo's uncle and his struggle i thought was done perfectly fine uh momo's mom you know or our infamous character of uh fine's brother slash uh childhood friend slash you know best friend uh, who who knows <laughs> but um but yeah i think it was perfectly told i think the only thing i regret is not watch all of it all in once because you know 
that's what Netflix for, you know, you can watch it all in one take and just to have a good time. Uh, do I recommend this show? Heck yeah. Especially if you have like, you have, a, you have a, like a night off on a weekday or on the weekend. Watch the show. It's a good show. Well animated. Good story. And yeah, I, I enjoyed Fine and Momo as characters. So with that being said, I, I give it a 7.5. Uh, with Studio still doing their magic. And I can't wait to see the next project. Other than that, the one they have right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. That is my rating. Go ahead, Dave. What was it again? 7.5. Okay. Uh, with me, wise, um, I enjoyed the show for what it was. I wish I had more time with it more. Like, I wish we uh, we uh, knew more of how how um, how all of this become, you know, how the war against vampires happened, you know. Like, see it more visually than, you know, explain to it in the beginning. You get me? I wish we had, uh, like, into more on the mother, you know, the mother parts. Because, you know, it didn't connect as much, but, you know, you tried as m- to see her way, you know, her ways in the war, you get me? But, um, yeah, I-, I wish we got into more with the uncle as well, too, other than what we saw a bit. Um... What other peeve I had? The the relationship between both of them, I guess, was fine too. I just wish it was uh, this show was like 12, uh, 12 episodes instead of six. I mean five. Um, what else? I think that's it. Most of my peeves. Other than that, uh, the show was great. Music was great. And I think that's it. Um, my rating for it, it's a seven. Uh, I recommend the show. It's short, pretty short. So you watch, guys could watch it. Watch it in a day, less yeah. than a day. <laughs> and you, you could either watch. You guys could like take t- take your time on the show too. You, you don't have to rush either, if you want to. It's up to you. But yeah, seven. All right, we're, we're kind of we're kind of the same score, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was Vampire in the Garden. Um, if you have Netflix, watch it there. Only five episodes, so yeah. That being said, that's gonna wrap up the animes for this week, and we move on to new segment first news we have is just uh director justin lynn from the fast and furious franchise no way uh has quitted that <laughs> with a this uh with a argument between him and uh vin diesel so he's no longer doing fast 10 which is uh, sad to say as a fast and furious fan myself uh but he'll be doing something more interesting <laughs> which is he will now be directing the live action adaptation of One Punch Man. Nice. <laughs> Which is very cool. But also worrying because, you know, film, prior films of live action films. The live action films. For anime. In America uh, are terrible. Yes. <laughs> so, I have my worries. I have my doubts. 
And um, this, I think this is the only time I'm uh, I'm gonna give them a chance again with these live action films. I think I think Justin Lin is good for for an action film, but also he can make a superhero film as well. Because <laughs> that's how it felt. For I mean, the that's Fast basically and movie. Yeah, I was gonna say that's yeah. basically the new Fast and Furious movies now. <laughs> yeah, they're they're superheroes at this point, and it's funny too the fact that how they are superheroes in a way. They even poked the fun out of themselves. No, yeah, I think, that, I think that's the best thing about nine. Like they, they, they know how dumb this is. They yeah, know how over the top it has become. Yeah, so I think I think he could he could lead a one punch man. But the thing is that I'm curious on who would play the characters. <laughs> Johnny Sins. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Vin Diesel. <laughs> no, oh my god, that's the least person. You'll I like. know, right? Yeah. <laughs> He left so he won't work with them. They bring him back. Oh, you know who could play him? Ryan Reynolds. No, Jason Statham. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> you could think of other people that are not bald. <laughs> it's hard not to. <laughs> they could, you could, the rock. They all, they all would be shaved. <laughs> now, who would I want as Saitama? Don't say Bruce Willis. Oh my god Stop with the bald people man <laughs> They could get or, or just could a, new, a new person maybe New person Yeah Scarny dude In the beginning of yeah, course yeah. Businessman Nobody knows who he is <laughs> Hey yeah, That's kind of with the song Nobody knows who he is Oh damn <laughs> You know what I don't mind that either Yeah Get a new Yeah guy. cause Saitama is pretty easy to play He's a bald he's, guy he's a, No he's a bald guy And also He has no <laughs> He's just a normal guy. <laughs> Consecutive normal punches. Of course, the other characters are going to be like... Probably oh, yeah, like Genos. Yeah, they probably going to be like uber, like high, you know, like probably famous people and stuff. We'll see. But I, I you know what, Saitama, don't, don't give me... <laughs> Don't give me a, a star, you know? We don't want the a rock list. as Saitama. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know what? He's going to be the, 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 the angel dude. Oh, naked dude! That'd be badass. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, so, dude, that'd be awesome. Anyways, but yeah, yeah. See, look, we could create the movie. Yeah, we just need the budget, <laughs> <laughs> which you know a lot of students would not do. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be exciting. I can't wait to see a little trailer for it. Uh, they won't start working on it until the end of the year, so don't expect anything further on. Just the news that he'll be directing One Punch Man uh, live action. I wonder if it's a Netflix. Oh, no, it's not. It's by no, Sony, right? Sony. Sony's on behind this project. Yeah, they're setting it up for him. It's not like the One Piece project that's going on. No. no not like the, uh, the Netflix shows <laughs> or Netflix movies. Yeah, the Netflix movies. Yeah. But yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. Uh, high hopes. Hopefully, it doesn't turn out like uh, Dragon Ball Z Evolutions or Dragon Ball Evolutions. Dra- Dragon yeah, Ball Evolution. there you go. Hopefully, not that. Hey man, that pickle was cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, let's say that. Well, like, <laughs> why uh, you lying? I know. But uh, but yeah. With that being said, we move on to gaming news. We have. Final Fantasy VII is 25th anniversary happened a event. Yeah, happened a couple days ago. Oh, it happened now, and uh, it was insane. 
I didn't picture it, man. You didn't picture it? I did. Uh, no, don't lie. The tra- remember the trailer thing that we were talking about the previous week? You're like, nah, it's not going to happen. No, nah, but I kind of expected what they were going to show. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, you know. Well, no, well, the last two things were not expected at all. I did. Well, a lot of people didn't. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, the big news drop was obviously the... Well, well, we'll get to that one, but um, the, well, really, do you really care about First Soldier and the other? No, the I was other th- two. I was talking about just Crisis Core. No, I'll, I'll, can I get to it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the big, the big shocker one was uh, Crisis Core. Oh, uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy Reunion. AKA oh, that one I remake. Thought, I thought it was was. was yes, it was happening, and um. It was uh, it was it was actually pretty good, you know. The, the remake, you know, obviously from their engine, the new engine they got, it looks good. I just hate the fact that we got the slot machine thing again, and uh, I wonder how that's gonna come into the gameplay. But hey, we get for a lot of people, myself included, didn't have the chance to play that game because it was on the PSP first off, and it was a very it was a it was a niche title, to say the least. So. So yeah, so everyone gets to know what happens before Final Fantasy VII happens, you know. So it's gonna be an exciting time. Um, yeah, we get to know Zach, you know, Sephiroth being first first class soldier, you know, before bad guy, I guess. Well, I mean, he's always been bad guy, but either way. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be happening in winter. Oh, but um. But yeah, uh, I guess previous to that, I, I know because I'm not a big Final Fantasy like, like, like other people in general, like where they played the the first games and stuff like that. But people are excited also for the the app game, but they're kind of upset that it's just for the app, like uh, Android and Android and iOS. Oh, Ever Crisis? Yeah, uh, that was crazy to see too. I'm like, wait, I guess people are hyped for this. I'm not because, you know, I guess I'm not. Uh, I guess I was never into it from the beginning. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, it's another app game. I mean, they showed it like many times already. I know, but, you know, people are still excited for that. Okay. And um, I guess, I mean, since I skipped them, uh, I guess bring them up. Um, Just that one in general. And the other app game was the uh, first Class Soldier Battle Royale Season 3, baby. I didn't even know we were already in that season at this point. But hey, new rocket launcher, I guess. <laughs> and then obviously, Final Fantasy Remake being on everything at this point. Yeah, it's on Steam and Steam Deck. Yeah, so uh, that happened. And then the big one, the big one that everyone was kind of expecting, but kind of not. Uh, obviously, I had my doubts of them showing it. But yeah, we finally got confirmation of part two of Final Fantasy Remake, which they did not call that, which I think was a good call. They they called it Final Fantasy Rebirth. And that it will it will also be part of a trilogy. So I wonder how they're gonna cut this one in into part two. And they ju- the only gameplay they show was just uh Cloud and Sephiroth walking into a familiar location. If you know where it is, you know where it is. 
but uh but but me wise um i'm excited for both of these games because i'm I'm, well these these two uh games uh the first one i didn't know the the psp one i did not know anything about i was completely blind to it and i'm i'm excited for that one that one's coming up soon too and uh with the the second part i'm glad too i was excited because i i guessed it from last week Or I said in a year it's gonna come out, and it ended up doing it, and I was like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm getting more. Well, they said this uh, uh, next uh, next winter, but it could be December or it could be by the time uh, part one came out. That was probably like February. No, it was in March. March. Yeah, and it was delayed. Too. It was delayed many times. It ended up being no April. Well, either or, it's gonna land around that time where they first. The only reason I I know it very well is that that's because that's when the pandemic started. Oh, okay, but since you know they've been working on this game, I think they they they're for sure on the set on that day now. Hey, hope so. But winter, yeah. you know how gaming's going. Why you gotta be negative? That's how gaming gaming industry is these days. They don't be negative, stuff. man. Believe, you gotta believe, man. I'm just saying, man. I'm being realistic here. Right. I want to. I want to believe. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll call her here. I'll be the first one to say, like, yeah, I made it delayed. So what? <laughs> you want a better game or not? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited too. And it, it's cool the fact that um, it's not related no more to the the first game no more. At this point, they're like, what is truth? At this point, because you know, uh, when Cloud and uh, Zach, no. Cloud and um, no, what's, what's her name? Tifa? No, Aerith. Aerith. When when she was talking to him, and the the whole conversation between what's fake and what's real. Uh huh. What? Nothing. <laughs> I like that you like. Did you not see the trailer? No, I'm just. I just don't remember the name. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but yeah, the the whole conversation they're having is like what you're telling me is real are you alive and stuff like mm-hmm. that so i'm curious on what take are they gonna go with on this this one yeah yeah it's very true because you know the ending was uh, a whole different to to the original final fantasy 7 and if anything it just zach the fact that zach's still alive is it's just already a big like what the f mm-hmm. and i wonder how with this remake of crisis core if we get to see what else happened. What else are they changing in the story? That miss, man. <laughs> we don't know. Like, do the rest of the other characters die? Mm-hmm. Who knows? I mean, I, well, I don't know. I can't say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was big drop for Final Fantasy VII, 25th anniversary. And it was short. It was 15 minutes. So right to the point. No fluff. And pure, pure great news. With that being said, we move on to the next gaming news we have. We have Overwatch 2 Roadmap. Roadmap. Well, basically, big update to what's going on with Overwatch 2. Because, you know, we've been left in the dry for like two years since uh, the last update for Overwatch 1, which that being Echo, and the announcement of Overwatch 2. 
And yeah, this was a big, big important thing. Pretty much everyone knows by now is that it's uh, free to play. Yes, that is big, 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 big news. That means you don't buy a copy of nothing. And now it's in the same league as, you know, League of Legends, Apex, Apex, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. All these free to play games they are now that, in that are doing really well, still. successful to yeah. this day. They are now in that league. So yeah. it's crazy the fact to to know that the free to play games are doing so well compared to the triple A games where they struggle so much to it's, keep it's their just, audience. This is that uh, gate entry of like pay up to play our game because you know, imagine if you were like ten during this time. And all these free-to-play games were coming out. You'll be on it, too. Pretty much. You don't have to spend money on the yeah. actual game. You don't have to beg your parents for anything. It's like, hey, you want to hop on Fortnite today? Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. It's free. <laughs> I got time. <laughs> but yeah. So that for Overwatch, to, Overwatch 2 to go that route, already a good start. And um, obviously, with, with this is an overhaul to everything. Pretty much, uh, they have a game plan. Of course, you know their whole their whole uh, seasons. What they're gonna have for each and entirely season. So the first season, we're getting three new heroes, six maps, thirty new skins, the, ba- uh, the battle pass or <laughs> the battle pass. The yeah, the battle pass. Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna get to that. Mythic oh. skins and a new game mode for that. The first uh, first day on October fourth. Yeah. Nah, well, I'll just put my two cents and everything. Uh, the fact that we're only getting three heroes is kind of a bit disappointing because, you know, uh, I know the PvE was a big part of the whole, the whole basically Overwatch 2 being made, right? The PvE was like important to them. Mm-hmm. And the fact we've seen, we still haven't seen a lot of it. Like we've seen snippets of it here and there, like a mission or two. So can't wait to everyone, everyone to play that. Which is also disappointing to hear that once once Overwatch Two does come out, it won't be part of it. Yeah, it's it's gonna be like GTA in a way. GTA Five when it first started, we only got the multiplayer. No, we only got the campaign. Oh, the campaign? I thought it was the multiplayer. Multiplayer I played it later. Oh yeah. Oh, well, either way, it was a flip. Yeah, I guess yeah. a flip. Mm. Uh, that's just a Rockstar thing, but I guess you know, Blizzard, Activision copying that. Yeah, since I feel like they're probably not ready completely yet. Mm-hmm. And it won't be complete either way. It'll be coming parts. Yeah, so. They said. Yeah, so it'll be probably the beginning of next year. Mm-hmm. The the new uh, PVE mode. PV mode would come. But for these two seasons, um, three, he- well, I already said for October, but for December, we're getting a new tank hero, new map, 30, uh, 30 skins, and. Battle pass with the myth mythic skin and the mythic skins are pretty cool. You know, you could design the color that you want for that. Like the first one we're getting is Genji, Cyber Genji. It's pretty cool how he looks. And when you ult, um, he has a little transformation on his like his he his mask falls off or it removes, and you get to see his face when you do the ult, the ultimate. So that's pretty cool. And uh. Yeah, so it's more uh, cosmetically, um, like the, you could do more stuff with the skin compared to like a regular Overwatch skin. Well, I think the best part of the whole skin things was just that the fact that it's no longer tied in with loot boxes. 
the the game that started well popularized the whole loot box system is now finally ditching it and starting i thought it was call of duty no it was well they had it but like the, the popularity that became the norm of it was overwatch mm. and um but yeah they're ditching that system and now doing the whole battle pass system which everyone seems to enjoy Everybody loves to grind for their their skins, and obviously they're gonna have a free tier and then a premium tier. Yeah, and I guess uh, hopefully PvP, like this new five v five, is good. I don't know how. Oh, the competitive mode. Yeah. No. Well, in PvP in general, because five v five is gonna be on all in the entire game. I don't think they're gonna have six v six anymore. Probably in the fun mode. Maybe. Or they get they got rid of it, so just Overwatch Two could look different. You get me? But for now, all we know is five v five is on every game mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New maps. Uh, no, the maps got reworked, but <laughs> just a day and night mode, I guess. Or they no, they, what they said they they moved, they changed a couple stuff because they it's a five v five now, so they move a couple stuff. So when whenever you play the game, it's gonna be more more comfortable for uh for only five people compared to having the full six i don't know that that was weird that whole conversation on that but whatever it still looked the same but just day to night or night a day uh a couple of these heroes got uh reworked as well i just heard that uh doom fist became a tank i guess yeah who else uh Ashton also became mobile now. He's not a place character no more. Who else? Uh, who else got a real work? Orissa. Oh, Orissa. She's not no longer like a place shield kind of person no more. She pushes forward now. She has a javelin. Yeah. And Sombra, well, Sombra kind of changed a bit. I feel like, but like, yeah. they got a little bit of different stuff. Like, she could be invisible for everything. Yeah, um, I think that's it. That, oh, that I know for now. Uh, oh, Roadhog and Winston. Winston's la- uh, laser scatter thingy is finally just a beam, kind of like Zarya's. Oh, it's a, it's an alternate fire. Yeah. And then uh, Roadhog, if say you stun him and his ult, you can still do your. Which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, so th- there's probably yeah, I mean, there's still more characters if, that probably yeah, have. Yeah, if you want you want more detail of those heroes, you can dive into that. That's just the ones we know top of the head. Yeah. And then um, what do you think of the, the new heroes? I guess since I I don't know the move sets. They look cool from what they are, but I just know it, I know them by the trailer. Well, uh, I forgot the the other girl, the white. Soldier, yeah, I don't know her moveset at all. And uh, from the, the trailer of the, the new chick. Jumping Queen. Yeah, she, she has a shotgun, uh, axe, and a knife, and that's it. I don't know what she is. Is she a tank or is she DPS? She's tank. Okay. I'm so shocked that you don't want to know. Well, I want to play the game before I even give my opinion on it. But yeah, so... um. There's so many things that go through my head when I see this this whole uh, plan. Hopefully, it goes well. They, their their promises continue going as planned and not uh, 
make us upset you know yeah hopefully the this new overwatch uh, system hopefully works out for them and i'll continue playing even though i suffer a lot when i play uh pve on overwatch one hopefully overwatch two changes this i think that's why everyone's excited for pve yeah pve and uh and for uh pvp hopefully that new ranking system and that new uh the, the new system in general where you know your your wins don't matter as much as more as as you work as a team and they see like i think from what they said it was like they look at your overall uh, movements and stuff like what you do in the team so if you're pretty bad at being like roadhog they'll see like what specific thing you're bad and they'll rank you lower and stuff hopefully that's true but yeah but yeah that is our thoughts of the new overwatch overhaul basically i like to call it and just the big news of being free to play and we we carry every skin that we purchased before goes into the new game so you don't lose anything, you don't lose anything even uh cross play as well so if you have the game in other consoles you'll be having those skins no matter what kind of like fortnite mm -hmm. so that's cool very cool so yeah look forward to that uh, it's gonna be exciting time if you still care about overwatch or you, you have an intention of playing it or coming back to it you've got nothing to lose That wraps up the the new segment and that wraps up the podcast for this episode if you made it this far thank you for listening i uh, really appreciate it. it keeps us motivated to keep bringing you the good content that we do but like always i've been your host omar and this is david and we'll see you guys next time bye bye guys